We now have 92 hours in the SD card because I was able to format it. So Perfect. All right. Guys, we have a phenomenal guest on today, and I've been fortunate enough to hang out with him for the last couple of hours, and his name is Derek Helms. Derek Helms, say hello. Hello, award-winning listeners of this phenomenal podcast. And this phenomenal award-winning world. listeners. That's perfect. Perfect spot for the intro. This is the Midwest Flyways Podcast. Joey Vasallo, Cal Ness, Connor Olstead, and our guest, as you just heard, Derek Holmes. Did I say that right? Derek Holmes? Yes, sir. Oh, That's nice. perfect. Very nice. Perfect. Can I, can I ask about the intro? Yeah. Go ahead. Who's the designer of the beats? And then secondly, who overlaid the awesome honker? So that that is from a video that we shot, that we made. Yep. Uh, it was one of our first cinematics, well, first season of cinematic videos. And um, we just needed some intro music, and so that's what we did. Well, I think it gets me in the zone, gets me going. Yeah. yeah. It gets you horny. It gets, it's got me all fired up to listen to guys sit around in a circle and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. No, the uh, I was worried when you started that because Derek had some criticisms about our podcast originally. So mm. mm-hmm. I came and <laughs> really? I, I showed up to the studio and was like, guys, I made a list. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, studio exactly. And I studio is us sitting outside by the Traeger, just yeah. <laughs> chilling as the planes go over. Perfect. That's the studio. That's me. Joe Rogan oh. started somewhere, and it was on Fear Factor. Right. Yes. Well, Cal kind of looks like Joe Rogan, so that works out pretty well. I think we already uh, have a foot up in the game. Well, you're, losing, I, you're losing your hair. Not losing my hair at all. Hey, well, you're you, losing you weight. Be careful with that. You're it's, losing weight. You're losing hair. Yeah, you're losing a lot of weight. You're a looking lo- good, yeah, dude. I, I'm losing weight, but I'm not losing hair. So I don't want to hear anything about that. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Sixty-six. I don't know what they say. Lose their hair. Yeah, so. and I'm not gonna be one of them. And I'm I'm not saying that badly about anyone who is. <laughs> Have you lost hair? <laughs> oh yeah, my fucking hairline is running away <laughs> like it's on fire. Oh, no. Here's, here's what I did. <laughs> I had long hair in high school. Because I'm from Minnesota, mm. and it was all about the flow. So yeah. I sucked at hockey. So I was like, I'll make mm. up for it with great hair. Yeah, that go. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. If I can't throw hands, I'll have hair. Yeah. And I had a permed mullet. So I, Hell punished, yes. I punished it that way first, and I did the Patrick Canes on the side. Nobody talked to me. I got no playing time. Okay. But, but you looked good. I looked really and good. And when you got off the bus, they were like, that kid's a fucking snipe. Yes. And then they were like, where's the kid with the mullet and warm-ups? And I'd yeah. be like waving from the bench like, man, if I get out there, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to skate hey. straight at you. Hey, I've got a lot of sanctions against me from the Minnesota State High School League, but I swear to God if I get off this bench tonight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I've gone from that to um, I had like a nice military haircut. I was in the Minnesota Army National Guard. And okay. I had like a nice haircut and I was going to aerosol school and aerosol school is like 11 days. If I remember correctly, it's super strict. And at any point you'll get kicked out. If you forget like your headphones, if you get done with a 12 mile <laughs> ruck and you don't have your hearing device and your hearing protection, your ear pro you're fucked mm-hmm. Bye, kid. See you later. Yeah. So Ooh. I, w- they were like, if you have haircut out of regs, they'll just poop, poop they'll you out, poop you out, boo box you right out. <laughs> there oh, is. which one is it? Shoot. I forgot. She said, no, nope. no, no, it's a green. That's my so first just, time seeing it in action. <laughs> yeah, that's the box. first time we have used okay. it in action. So it's the green one. We know that now. Green yeah. One. Well, it's yeah, green. didn't we have it? We tried it again. Yeah, anyway. we put it on like three of them and then deleted it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So there, my squad leader was like, dude, maybe 
since you have the hard part on your side, it's out of regulations because apparently you couldn't have a hard part. Even though it looks good and it would separate your hair, the hard part, they were like, they might kick you out for that. Mm. So I was wanting to go and not get kicked out and shame my family name, like, Mu- like Mulan. Yeah. And so <laughs> I took a bick to my head and I went completely bald and I had a mustache and I went golfing with a couple of buddies that evening and I came through this tunnel in the Terrace View golf course and I popped out and there was a kid and I said, Hey kid. And he ran. <laughs> and that's when I realized that I shouldn't be bald. And that's when you realize this is the look for me. Let me see it. Let me see it right no, now. No, I'm not actually bald. Oh no, no, oh. I'm not actually, no, I'm not actually bald. Let me see. I'm saying head. I was bald, but oh. it's going away. It's, it's getting thinner and oh, it's, you know, sure. it's getting thinner. But I punished my scalp is what I'm saying. I went bald, and then after that, my skin was like, do you want to get rid of me? <laughs> I mean, my hair was like, do you want to get rid of me? Because I'll, I'll go. I will go. And I was like, please stay. And my hair said, and the hell you, we already me. got one foot out the door. You got a five head going on instead of the forehead. Oh, oh yeah. My, my shit, you'd fucking, you could put at least six dozen full bodies in it, or three dozen dive bombs on this forehead of mine <laughs> and still oh traffic God. the geese dude that's a big forehead yeah yeah now that now everyone who listens to this is gonna be like holy shit i need to go look <laughs> and try and see how big this forehead how much property are we talking about what's your instagram again yeah, it's so Derek un- underscore helms judge away i wear hats all the time bitch you can't see it. <laughs> very smart very smart so, yeah ter- i'll just adapt to the hat life sorry mm. big, big week this week when it comes to the three of us so all three of us got new trucks or vehicles. 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 Yeah. I yeah. did not. <laughs> Connor almost bought a truck. I did not escalate to the truck level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you still wanted to be mistaken for a woman sometimes. Does not, does not suit my life so. at this point in time. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't buy a Subaru, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Would never. Absolutely never. I'm really not a fan <laughs> of Subarus. Really yeah. not. Hmm. They what are. was the it's car? Let's see the car bought. Let's hear, let's hear about what we bought. Yeah, Joe. Everyone you talk about start? what we bought. All right. Talk about, about a 2014 1500 Chevy Silverado all black. And it just got hit by hail damage two days ago, <laughs> right after getting it. Dude, the best part is the day he bought it. Tell us the story about yes. when you bought it. Oh, no. Tell us, Joe. Okay. <clears throat> tell I, us, Derek, Joe. did I tell you about this? No. Okay. This is phenomenal. So bought it from like the quote unquote dealership, pretty much the guy who um, buys. Which is a guy with one truck for sale. Riley. <laughs> hey. In Uh-oh. Real Bank. Sorry. Outdoor my dog, studio. My dog's being a deviant. Lay down. I don't know where mine is. So uh, there she we, is. my dad and I. He knows the guy, so my dad came with me. I bought the truck, and he's like, hey, you know what, bud? Congrats on the new truck. I'll go fill up your first tank of gas. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Go and fill up the tank. He's like, all right, I'm going to go to the feed store and grab this for the deer plot. And I was like, cool. I'm figuring out the Bluetooth on the touchscreen because I'm a dinosaur, and I see this this young girl in front of me start to back up her truck, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So I look down again, and I look up, and she's now very, very close to me, and I'm like, oh, God. So I throw in reverse as fast as I can. And then she slams on her brakes, and I'm like, I don't know if she hit me because she was damn close. And I get out of the truck, and she pulls out. And I'm like, okay, she must not have hit me. I pull out, and the guy next to me goes, oh, she bumped you, dude. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And he goes, I heard it. She bumped you. This is like 20 minutes after buying the truck. (laughs) 10 minutes after leaving the parking lot. The guy is probably just, like, screwing with I don't have insurance on it yet (laughs) because I was texting my insurance agent as I was filling out the paperwork. That's what they all say. Yeah, exactly. Short. That's exactly <laughs> what wait, they wait, all wait, say. Wait to say that for your insurance guy. Yeah, he's listening. <laughs> Long story short, she did hit my truck, <laughs> and it's like a little plastic bumper above the chrome bumper, and I'm like, oh my god! And she's like pulling out, and I'm waving at her, and she's like, 
hi. And like she like pulls out. And I'm I like, don't have any money. No, she you, had no idea. No, you bitch. I don't have any hey. money for you. Hey. You bitch. So then I chase after her and we're in Millbank, South Dakota. It's the middle of nowhere. And she's like chasing to me. I'm chasing her down these back streets. I ran a red light. And she's now like notices that I'm behind her and her window's down. I go, pull the fuck over. And she finally like slow, like the slowest turn I've ever seen in my life slowly pulls into like those small town parking spots that are just like on the main drag. So she pulls over there and I get out. I was like, you fucking hit my truck. She goes, I don't. And she just has her hands 10 and 2 on the wheel, just looking straight forward, won't even look at me. And she goes, I don't think I hit you, sir. And I'm like, you definitely hit me. She goes, I don't think I hit you, sir. And I was like, I just bought this truck 10 minutes ago and it didn't look like this 10 minutes ago. She goes, well, I I don't know what to do. And, and then she starts shaking and crying. Hey, Joey. The boo box. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, then I, and then I put her in the fucking boo box, dude. But I accidentally made the 16-year-old girl her first day driving. Violently cry. Oh, my cry. God. Violently cry. But she, she hit and run me. That chick's hanging up the keys, dude, for good. She's and it's, like, nope, and it's her grandpa's me, truck. Dude. Her it's insurance her has skyrocketed through the roof because she is now officially in the class of very at-risk 16-year-old driver. Well, did you file a claim? No. No. Yeah. Because no. you're a good guy. And oh you said, God. you know what? There's this, things you know, in life. There's things in life that don't matter. And this front bumper doesn't. Yeah. But you hitting and running is a very valuable lesson. I want to teach you this today, little Erica. Oh, I yell at her. Little Erica. <laughs> her name is well, uh, Haley with a Y. Here's the thing. Joey hey, Haley. Joey didn't do anything about it because he knows that his truck will be fucked by him in one year. <laughs> so it won't matter. That thing's going to have rusted out fenders. Yeah. It's going to be rattly. He's going to be like, hey, guys, we got to. It's already got hail damage. Rusted a year. All right, Sorry. guys, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, Cal, what about you? How'd you. You don't have your vehicle in your possession. Do you? No, not yet. I'm going to get it on Friday. What'd you get? It's a 2011 Ram Laramie. <laughs> What's the. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mileage? Old. On? 120. 120. Yeah. All right. Hey, beautiful rig. Did, did you, you see buy the a salvage title Silverado, bud? I did, dude. Swag. Yeah. What, what was the hey. mileage on yours? 125. Okay. About the same. Yeah. Well, let's Carl, see which I like, one. I like the fact that you have the wood accents. The wood accents are nice. On, right. On wood your grain. Mega. Yeah, the yep. wood grain. <laughs> was it wood Laramie? Grain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Welcome to the upper echelon. Thanks, man. <laughs> are you in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, fuck. I have a Jeep Renegade. And it's from 2015. It was the first model that came out, and mm-hmm. it's a tiny little toaster. It's called the Bro Toaster, and it was a scout, it was a scouting machine in South Dakota. Yeah, a lot of miles. It's got 106 on it, all by me. Damn. From 2015. Yeah. Wow. Just pinning it, and it's a lease. So okay. <laughs> when I so oh you got no. a, <laughs> oh you got a no, hell of a lot running, of miles to pay out on. Yeah, that's the running joke with my friends. Like <clears throat> we'd take it down a dirt road or kind of off-road with it or beat it up violently and I'd be like it's a lease <laughs> and they'd all be like it's a lease but in their heads like you're an absolute <laughs> idiot I tell them oh I'm gonna God. buy it out anyways just buy it out yeah. anyways and you have to take the doors I mean, the off. mileage might cost you more than buying it outright oh yeah absolutely I already told the dealer I said hey bud I think I'm gonna hold on to this one he's like how many does it have I said only 60 and he was oh. like you sure you wanna keep it you can probably trade it in for good value I was like nope I'm gonna keep it <laughs> yeah because once he finds out what the real mileage is... He's going to freak. Yeah. He's going to be like, no <laughs> shit. not what we talked about, but <laughs> a couple of years ago. It's like a lot of happened. I've traveled far with it, so thank you. Oh, man. Wow. Connor, what'd you get? That's pretty epic. Yeah. I got a uh, RAV4. Totally practical. It is yeah, for me. It's like the most dad vehicle ever. <laughs> it's practical. You so I was really considering a 4Runner. Really wanted a 4Runner. 
could not justify for what I needed in a forerunner, what I wanted, um, and for how much I was already spending. It was just it's like it's like well, if you're going that high, why don't you just go up this just a little bit more? And I just couldn't justify it when it, you know, all said and done with taxes and all yeah. that crap. So I was just like, oh, I cannot do this. So I went down to the rat form instead. Practical. You like it? Yeah, I think it's. I'm gonna either sell it at like. 90,000 miles or 190,000 miles, right? So it's just yeah. like get rid of it before it hits that 100 and Yeah, you're going to sell it at 90,000. Yeah, probably. I, For no, sure. I already know you. Yeah. And and yeah, I'll have enough money by that time to get a or a forerunner. Yeah. I think especially for what I'll be able to get for this vehicle at that point. Yeah. So. Connor's yeah. super type A. For you, Derek, who doesn't already know that and then for all of our listeners. So, what do you mean? What's <clears throat> Type A, you know? Just like everything's so detail oriented, everything's very organized. Analytics. Well, when I make big purchases like that, I do I do consider all the factors. Yes. Okay. That's for sure. No, no yeah, it, like I'm hauling camera gear all the time. I did want to get, uh, I do want to like get a boat and get like a small trailer because I'm going to be doing a lot of elk hunting this fall. So okay. I wanted to have a tow package that was over the 1500, you know, that Rav Four has. So I got the adventure version of it. Nice. So, so what can 30, I tow? 3500. Hmm. That could take a small trailer. It could take most boats. Well, you could have hauled my XL. Yeah, for sure. Because that thing was, the motor was wow. just under 300 dry. That'd be a sight to see, though. I know, right? How, How cool is it going to work? How cool would that be? Tell, yeah. tell yeah. that yeah. RAV4 that it can't tow that boat. Right. <laughs> it's going exactly. to show you something It can real tow it for about 12,000 miles. Well, that, that boat without the boat fishing platform was uh, 1,300 pounds. Yeah. So, it's not bad. Yeah. And, and I got the 3,500 package. Right. Jackpot. No. So, so you're driving on hunting trips. Yeah. No. Exactly. And it's yeah. like you That's can get you up need. to like yeah, thirty miles per gallon, and you can lay down in the back of that. Gets, you can I lay think down. max nineteen. We can all cuddle in the back of that. Shit. You could lay down and camp, like if you needed to. You could probably sleep in that. Exactly. I I laid down at the dealership to figure it out. <laughs> what did the guy say when you were putting the seats down? He's like, I just got to see how this works. And he's like, It happens all I was the time. Like, I was like, Do these fold flat? And he's like, Yeah, they do. I was like, No, that's a little bit of an angle. He's like, well, I mean, you know, if like if you're gonna sleep on it or something, I guess, you know, I was like, that's exactly what I'm planning. Sir, on. I <laughs> am gonna sleep out. This, yeah. this is you don't understand. I'm investing in my future home. <laughs> this is a camper at best. <laughs> this, yep. this is my home and my vehicle. You guys ever see that Key and Peel sketch where uh, one of them goes into the the bed store? And yeah. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta try this out. He's like, who liked that dick? I like that dick. <laughs> who liked that good dick? You like that good dick? Yeah, I've yeah. Seen it. That's what I thought of when you were and laying the, down. Yeah, in the back. then at the end, it's his neighbors that are making all the noise. Yeah, you see that, Derek? No, no. I'll show you. I'll show you after the podcast. That's why I didn't laugh too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's like, this doesn't make sense. I was actually. like, I, I get, I get, I know Key and Peele, but I just shit. I missed that one. Damn mm. it. Yeah. I missed that Key and Peele. Well, I, yep. congrats on the new purchase. Yeah, thank you. How far away? How many? Well, how many hours are you going to spend in it for the elk hunt? And so I am right now. I'm slated to be gone 62 days this fall. Holy smoke! Sleeping rollies. outside of my bed. Yep. So whether that's on the mountain or in a hotel or in the car, I don't know. That's gonna it's gonna vary. But 62 days right now. Yeah. I'm hunting f- uh, for and with a YouTube channel called Hooked Hunting. It's uh, something that I kind of helped get going with uh, a group of people that hunt horns, not birds, obviously, because this one is what we do for. Uh, for the birds, but yeah, and they uh, and he's he's having me out because he hunts eight weeks straight, you know, and, and just they go nuts. Are they so, Montana or Colorado or um, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and then uh, South Dakota for mule deer, and then back through those states for rifle on on all of them because it's archery first, then rifle, and then back to uh, for rifle in South Dakota. Yeah, they're so, in four states. No, 
way. Yeah. No, we go hunting. And, and all public. All public land. No. So. You're going to get a big no. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You you go no. on some hunts, don't you? No. I've, gone on, I've gone on an elk hunt, but um, it's in Avon, Montana. It's really cool. It's got a bunch of awesome BLM land around it, and it's like 20 miles that this farmer owns. And these guys from New York said, hey, let's uh, have you come and film us while we go on these hunts. And I've been doing it for the last four years now. So what do you, is it like a week? Is it? Yeah, it's a week. Yeah. Okay. We'll be out there for a week and they'll stay. It's like the, usually the 12th through the 24th. Sorry, what state? Montana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, so I've got to go on that and like, I've done that for a week and it is a real kick and we get to come back to a house every time. You said that's right. What is that? Bow. Bow. Okay. But what is Afro week? No, I'll be there for like a week. Afro. Oh. Uh, therefore, I like a week. Yeah, I probably blurred all those <laughs> together. I was there for a week. Okay. <laughs> every time. And every time it's morning and afternoon, we go out. And then in the evening, we come back and just kick it. But like, yeah. like we yeah. get a shower. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. I And I've done long campouts in the woods. I've, I, I like those, but I would not have a lot of fun doing the 62 days. It's going to be, I'm very, I respect the hell out of that. So That's a, a lot of work. I have a two and a half pound cot that I'm de- I'm debating whether I want to bring it or not. Two and a half pound cot. Mm. Yeah, it's like, man. That's, What's your yeah. puss pad situation looking like? My what now? Your puss pad. The, the oh. pad that you lay on, <laughs> otherwise known <laughs> as the puss pad. Because you're a bitch if you sit on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why it. they call it that. Um, I I have no idea. Do you just have a sleeping bag on top of the cot type of a deal then? I, that's what I've done if I bring the cot. Okay. And it's So no puss pad. <laughs> no puss pad, um, just cot. Well, the cot, that's what I'm saying. If puss I pad don't, would be then I would, rad, then I would ju- go with just yeah an air mattress or... Puss pad, you mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they make really nice ones yeah. out there that you can buy on the internet. They come from a different country into the- America. <laughs> puss pads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm serious. I'm, I was just that's just a clever fact. Yeah, the way you described it, though. Yeah, you know. the way you described it sounds like I'm talking about an illegal website. It's not. One yeah. I actually right. just call them that. But <laughs> it's just a foam sleeping pad that can fill up with air, and then you're not sleeping straight on the ground. But right. Yeah. The cot is ideal. Ideal. If, yeah. if you're you, willing to haul the two and, and a half pounds. Yeah, it's two and a half pounds. How many camera batteries are you going to bring? And what's the longest stint without a 12 volt charge? So you I, anticipate? I bought. Are you, I mean, you're a camera. Um, oh, yeah. individual and so I'm sure you're familiar with the Canon R5 that got released so I bought that and I also bought an R6 and so I'm hoping wow. that they'll be in before that rolls and their their charging is fantastic or they, they hold the charge for forever and so I'll probably bring two batteries and then I have a solar panel that I can yeah. uh, charge them with Yeah. and so it's the camera situation is is pretty light. I, I can think That's I good. can keep the camera situation. But really expensive, pounds, though. Yeah, but very expensive. expensive. <laughs> yep. That's the best when people are like, "Yeah, hey, buddy, isn't that stuff pretty cool? How much that all worth? Right. <laughs> can I pay $200 to take pictures of my deer? <laughs> well, sir, you're asking me to bring a lot of money into the woods with you. Yeah. I, yeah, I can understand What that. do you usually run? I, Sony, I have a... Uh, a7R2, which I bought, with like that was like my first Derek camera. I had a Nikon D90, and I used the Nikon D90 for like all of my very early videos and photos. And then before that, I used, I guess before GoPro was GoPro, I had like a GoPro. Okay. And I was ski- filming all my ski buddies, and then I upgraded to a Nikon D90, and then I didn't have any camera after the Nikon D90, and I bought my Sony. And 
I liked it, and I like the Sony. The batteries are shit. The did uh, yeah, that's terrible. It's absolutely god awful. I think I have twenty batteries. Oh gosh, and they oh my all god. They, I go through them in like a second, so that's not fun. But did, and did then I have I have an FS7 too. Which did you start awful. in photography, or did you no? Start I started video? making videos. Okay. I was making videos from me and my friends skiing when I was like a child. Okay, as soon cool. as I could ski with my friends, I would film a skiing and I would edit it on iMovie and I would show them. Nice. And they were like, this is really cool. And I was oh, like, yeah. I love that. Did you have any like formal training behind it or it's just all on the, on the job? All just on the job and fun and trial and error. And then in high school, I did like a production class. That's like my only formal training is like editing Final Cut Pro because of the high school. Okay. That, that had Final Cut Pro, and then I edited on That's Final lucky. Cut Pro. Yeah, I was yeah, I was super fortunate. And they and we would make all these stupid videos of us like trying to do insane trick shots just to get out of class. And then mm-hmm. when I was at school at South Dakota State, we had a group of guys that really liked hunting and went out a lot and said, "Hey, we want to uh, claim that we're outfitters." <laughs> Perfect. Yes, very funny. Okay. But what it did was give us um, discounted gear, like Sitka is called students. So we were. Fired up. Um, <laughs> For sure. We used that. We used the Sitka. And we took a couple groups out, like family friends that we knew were like, hey, my uncle's coming and he's got a South Dakota tag. Can you take him out? And we'd bring him on all of our hunts. And we were hunting all the time. And there'd probably be six guys that would go out in a group and scout throughout around us. And Brookings is full of college students that like know what they're doing, which is awesome. And, like, it's very high pressure for all the fields around, and a lot of the farmers have been pissed off or their cows have been shot, so they're like, you're not going to get on here. And you get turned down a lot, and then a lot of people get yeses. So that challenge was, like, super fun, but I've never seen hunting like I did in South Dakota. And I got to, my buddy was like, would you want to film one of these mornings? I have a camera that my mom gave me. And I was like, yes. That sounds fun. I would love to do that. I'm kind of tired of shooting. I've shot a lot. South Dakota has a lot of birds. I'll start filming again. And then after that, it was like, okay, this is so much fun. I can't focus on my work, like school. I was a wildlife management fishery sciences major attempt. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, I can't even stay focused on my work, but I'll stay up all night editing these videos mm-hmm. that are just for me and my friends. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Did this, you post them anywhere? Yeah, I'd post them on, I'd post them on like Instagram and I think we put a couple on Vimeo. Uh, if you can, they're still up there. I mean, they're just <laughs> gems. I like made one for when my uncle and dad came out and hunted with me, and it was like we're the generation that follows. And oh. I like I voiced it over. It's oh, so yeah. oh no, I threw up. I watched it this year, and I threw up. And I was like, <laughs> I I want to punch myself in the face that I made that video. But but yeah. you learned. I learned. Did you feel like Fred Zink, dude? I felt just like Freddie. I was like, I can't stand the beginning of his videos where he's like. We are. We don't hunt because we have to. We hunt because it's a tradition. And I just, oh, dude, that shit. I fast forward through that shit so fast. It drives <laughs> me bonkers. And you have the 85-year-old man who's obviously never been in the blind in the last 15 years ago. We love hunting. And it's, oh my God, did you dude. get out of bed this morning? Or did they just green screen you into this? Oh, I'm oh sorry, he's CGI'd. He's CGI'd. But he's 100% CGI'd in those hunts. Subaru. Yeah. Joey, get right Don't. No. don't. Hey. Is that Nelly? That's Nelly. Yeah. I'll, I'll go get her. But uh, you were telling me a story earlier today that I really want you to tell about you filming your buddies, and then you took one shot that hunt. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Me and my buddies, we had an early season goose spot right next to uh, um, a big roost, and we had my buddy been working for the sheep guy. Gerald Johnson is his name. Most, like, <laughs> Minnesotan guy I've ever heard talk. Like, drives the truck, has the ice house, has the... Has the trailer, has to have it all, and it's just like, hey, I got all these decoys, 
we're gonna go out. Decoys. <laughs> like, decoys, and it's me, Carl. Uh, you were talking about uh, the oh, hunt. Oh the yeah, hunt the hunt. Shit. Yeah. So Carl's got this spot, and he worked for this this sheep guy, and we call call him the sheep kisser, and said he's got to go. He's got to go out there and check on his sheep and make sure they're all nice and fluffy and warm. So we'd always give him shit, but he'd always get us on this banger of a field for early goose because it was wheat. Carl did it once again. The sacrifices that he had to make for the sheep all summer. <laughs> Paid off with just oh like God. three hunts. He's got several pairs of Velcro gloves. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Carol. Carol, bud. Hey, Carol. Hey, Carol. He's got, got all Carol. the decoys. He's got all the decoys in that trailer. But he got us on that hunt, and I was. they were like, hey, do you want to film? There's hay blinds. And so we set up an A-frame, and I was filming from the, the hay blind. And the geese were coming in really low, and my buddy's like, send them to church. And all six on the bottom fall. And, like, three more on top get up and lift up. And I think they were probably, I don't know, they probably didn't shoot too well. And so the three are still floating above me. I picked the middle bird. After filming, the six get rolled, like, all the way in from the lake, perfect in focus. And I was fired up because this was, like, early season goose. I'm, You know, you're rusty. You're like, this is my first time really getting out and filming. Right. Like a hunt. So pulling focus on moving birds is kind of a challenge. So I was like, oh, I nailed that. Got in. Riley. They... They shot, and then I pull up, and I shoot, and I go and pick up the bird, and it's a freaking banded goose. That's so dope. So This is my first filmed, band. So you filmed six geese getting rolled. You see the three up top go, and then all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I'm going to pick up my gun. I'll pick up And just gun. smash this goose falls behind you, and it's banded. Yes. And I, I was going to shoot all three, <laughs> but I only had one shell in. <laughs> and so I threw the one shell up, and it hit the middle goose, and I was like, well, perfect. Perfect. And that's like that's the highlight of my band career. I grew up hunting in Wells, Minnesota, where they don't. I don't. I don't know of anybody south of Mankato, Minnesota, who's ever shot a band in Wells or Walnut. If they have, totally DM Midwest Flyways and say like, "Hey, I shot one." Tell that Derek guy he's full of shit. We shot a bunch. I never have. <laughs> so I just didn't grow up around bands, but I love like people's band stories. My uncle's got oh, them all. They're so cool, man. And it's the coolest thing. Like even if it's one, mm-hmm. it's a story. And and like. You'll never forget that as you bring it to you. And there's more and more videos now that guys have, like, phones in the blind and in the in the field right. that, like, people get to show people's first bands. But it right. would be insane to just see all of the years. Like, think of how many people got bands before their cell phones pointing at them. Oh. And the stories well, that they, they could tell that they don't actually tell besides at the local bars that, right. you know, wherever they hunt. And who knows how many of those are true. Yeah. But I think they started, I don't know when they started banning birds, but... I know that Theodore Roosevelt did the Migratory Bird Act in 1919-ish or 29, something like that, way too long ago, 100 years ago now, 101 years ago, and uh, whatever. But my dad was hunting hard in the 90s and 80s, and he has you know, several bands, and those are all Avice bands, which are not really around anymore. So it's like, that's just cool. Like that's It's just cooler. like another piece of history, you know? Yeah. That's wild. Such a dope story, though. Like, how dad, often do you hear about a camera guy filming six birds getting rolled, and then he shoots once, and it's a fucking band? Lucky, That's dope. As, lucky as can be. But uh, it's all because of Carl. Carl, because of Carl. <laughs> He's got the field, bud. Carl's got us. If we didn't know, we'd be like, Carl, you better fucking have something. And he'd be like, <laughs> Okay, let me make some calls, and then we'd be we'd be set. Did your dad ever talk about like hunting when there was the 
um, the point system. In La Quiparo? Well, my uncle talks about hunting in Illinois, and there was a point system. So, like, um, a mallard, you could only get... Oh, so many points, points throughout the day. And, like, one hen mallard was, like, your six points. So, get out yeah. of the Mars, yep. bud. You're done. Yeah. But, like, think about it now. Think about how crazy all of us duck hunters would be or what the sport would look like if we were only allowed, you know, five points. or six points Ugh. or ten points. Think You're about how many less hunters there would be. It's a good point. Think about how... Would do you think outfitter prices would go down or up? Skyrocket. Because they'd be like, it's trophy. Skyrocket. Yeah, trophy. We're gonna put you on the fattest, studliest mallard of your dreams. Right. Which would be kind of cool. Which that I mean, that'd be cool. Like I, the trophy hunting thing. I mean, well, it's like uh, you saw Hunt Forty One's new film, right? How you can only shoot one Harlequin in the Pacific Northwest for the entire year. However, in Alaska, as you just told me earlier, you can shoot shoot four. four. Yeah, you can yeah. do four. Yeah, dude, tell us about Alaska. Dude, tell yes, us. I'm give going us tomorrow. the whole backstory. Yeah. Connor's going tomorrow. Yes. You're going tomorrow? Yeah, you should tell me if there's anything I should do. Because I got... Where are you going? Uh, I'm headed... I'll fly into Anchorage, and then I have, like, a camper van that I can go anywhere I want. He's literally going there to just, like, hang out. And I do. I do. I am in the camper van. What's that? How many people are going in this camper van? Uh, just me and my... And a producer. Sex secretary, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. And so, the... Um. Uh, I'm. We're going down to the Kenai Peninsula on the like halfway through the week because we have something lined up for the uh, um for fishing halibut. Dude. So. You ever fish halibut, Derek? I have uh, not fished for halibut. I've eaten halibut and I've eaten cod. Oh. And the halibut's a little bit drier than the cod. So if you can have the option at like oh, a seafood man. place, you're crazy. You should go for the cod. I, I think know. it's how you're, it was prepared. You're absolutely, insane. I think it's how it was prepared. I don't know. These guys have lived on an island in Alaska for like ever. Yeah. And they tried to cook halibut, and I was like, if anyone's going to know how to cook halibut, it's probably these guys. And and I was like, considering it compared to the cod, I thought it was drier. Really, it's fresh yeah. from the Bering Sea. I don't know, man. You're wild. anyway. Cod's so flaky. I, halibut's like steak. Yeah, you know, you're right. Halibut is like steak. Halibut is like steak. I'm excited to try that. You're going to love it. It's not like it's bad. It's not that, like, halibut's bad, but it's a weird texture. It's like the toughest type of, like, meat of a fish I've ever, like, Hmm. chewed on or ate. That's so interesting. My dad, one of my dad's best, sorry, Connor, one of my dad's best friends, Forrest, I don't know his last name. I think it's Hozier. (laughs) His son's last name is Hozier, but he might have taken his mom's name. But he... uh, he was a guide up in Alaska. He was a ranger for years, and then he moved up to Alaska. He guided halibut, king crab, emperor goose. I mean, literally everything you can shoot or fish in Alaska, he guided it. And he would send us a care package every year of halibut, king crab, and just, like, literally the most salmon, like, literally everything. And this guy was so badass. And the way that my dad cooked it was so good. He, like, boiled it in water, and then he'd throw a bunch of butter in there. Mm-hmm bunch of sugar and then you dip the halibut chunks in melted butter and dude i don't think i've ever had something as good as that that sounds pretty good it was it's a hell of a care package where did your dad learn that recipe from them Uh, from him yeah from them yeah well and let me say forrest you know he's not as thin as he was back then because he's been eating halibut so yeah Yeah, that's cool so i was told to go up towards denali for some of it um what recommendations do you have so, I I was fortunate enough to go up to Alaska last year um, in November. So, the 
Benelli film that just came out. That was yeah, the Winds of Adak. Winds of Adak with Donnie Vincent and Sigma. I haven't watched that yet. I really want to. It's it is very very good. Okay, and like is is it good like filming wise or is it good story or both or yes, okay. all of the above. Good. It's uh, Donnie did a good job narrating and kind of commentating and explaining like okay. things about the island. Basically, Adak Island is. Only there because of World War Two, right? Yeah, I'm a little familiar, but yeah, yeah. The Japanese, the Japanese invaded Atu, which is like the far. Everybody, Google Adak Island as you're listening to this, and it's going to blow your mind how far west off of the like coast of America it is. Further west than Hawaii, Adak is. Wow, it's 1,200 miles from Anchorage, and Atu Island got invaded during World War Two by the Japanese, and that was the only battle fought on U.S. soil, and there was. Soldiers that came and inhabited Atu, they built a runway. The soldiers of World War II built a runway within, like, a week and were having planes land on it, and they had ships all, like, supporting and ready to fight the Japanese. And then once they had that military base set up and ready, they fought the Japanese. It was, like, 3,500, 2,500, like, Japanese soldiers that were killed on Atu. It was, like, a pretty bloody wow. battle, very bloody battle. Dang. And apparently there's still, like, submarine remains on Atu Island. from like, the so Japanese. crazy. And that was, like... On Alaska territory. They used the base during the Cold War. I mean, ADAC. They used ADAC during the Cold War to spy on the Russians, I'm sure. And it was, like, very well kept. They built all these houses. The houses were brand new. They had people there mowing lawns and keeping the refrigerator. Because it's not like, like, kind of where you're going, Alaska, is going to be cold. Yeah. But, like, this is so far down and around that it is, like, the same temperate temperature as like british columbia or vancouver so it's kind of okay. it's kind of wet and rainy and it's it's like 300 days they have rain holy shit there's something it's just always raining 300 days yes so there's 60 days without rain yes i saw one day of sunshine on adac and then everything else was just oh like my. gray and was but it just you, like gloomy it was like gloom mist but like this mist that was like the air all every particle in the air was water. It was the weirdest thing. So you've been to Adak? Yeah, we flew into Adak from he Anchorage. Filmed. Oh, well, he helped he, film for that thing. He did the, all the behind the scenes. Yeah. So, oh, for the winds of Adak? Yeah. So. Oh, I thought. Sorry, I, when I asked you earlier, I thought you. Okay, my bad. Uh, so Donnie and Sigmana, they went up there and filmed their Winds of Adak movie, and they spent a lot of time, like, out in Adak and, and in Alaska, just getting used to it and understanding it. And they flew to Adak and made the film for Benelli. Right, Benelli wanted to put on a film that showcased their three gun launch. They launched a Lupo rifle, bolt action rifle. Oh, okay, they that launched, makes sense. Yeah, though. I was like, that's why he was shooting the caribou. Yeah, mean, that's why he's. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but that's why he's hunting well, it's, caribou. That's in the trailer, yeah, yeah, they're hunting caribou and ptarmigan and um, ducks. So, like, they showed off their twenty gauge for ptarmigan. They showed off their Lupo rifle. Okay. for the caribou, and they showed off their best treatment. Um, yeah, I, so I saw that, and I'm semi-familiar with how sponsorships for films go, right? And I was just like, I saw that Benelli was the title sponsor, and I was like, okay, but there's a bolt action, you know, with Steiner, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lupo? Yeah, the like, Lupo, yeah. And I was just like, what was going on? I was not familiar that that came out. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, they came out with that rifle, and they, um, that came all, all that came out at Chacho Show, and I think people got a good response. I, I think some gun nerds have gotten their hands on it, and they say, it. I mean, it's like, oh, what, it's a good rifle. Do you know what caliber? They have... I think they offer it in thirty out six, three hundred, three oh eight, and then a bunch of other gun caliber for okay. nerds, you know, yeah. out there. I don't know too many more than those, but interesting. Um yeah, so they so Sigmana's filming that for Donnie on behalf of Benelli and um 
I was up there because the company I work for, Grey Loon, we run Benelli's social media, and we were not going to get our hands on any of these guns in that place besides <laughs> from... Like, we weren't going to get photos unless they were from Donnie and his crew, which were right. focused on the film. Yeah. Or Lee Chos, who's shooting all the print ads. And Lee Chos doesn't have time for social media ads. He's shooting big yeah. print ads. And so they were like, hey, if we send this guy up here, he can shoot content that supports the film and helps promote it. And we'll use his image to help sell the guns because nobody else is going to be focused on that. So That's for two weeks. dope. Yeah. That's I got, so sick. Yeah. I got to watch... Lee Chos photograph like all of the cover ads that Benelli used for the year, which was super cool to watch I was that guy. Say, how was that? Yeah, <laughs> he would just wake up every day and be like, "Let's go make some fucking art, people." Yeah, <laughs> and like it's gonna be that, amazing. Yeah, it's like let's go be rock stars. Like that was his mantra every day. And he and 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 honestly, he was like, "You got to think like that. You got to think like we're gonna go out and we're gonna make something happen today, even if it's even if it's gonna be hard." And he's shooting photos. And he's just trying to make it. Bye. He's waiting right. for the right light. He's waiting for I, how he wants it. But it's amazing. How I know this work. doesn't matter because it's the person, not the, the equipment. But what, what camera does he shoot with? <laughs> oh, it's the nicest, coolest Nikon there was. Okay. The biggest, prettiest lens you'd ever imagine. The coolest, coolest tripod. But, like, it was beat to shit. Yeah. Like, the bottom oh, yeah. of his battery well was dented in. And he said that he took his full force and smashed it. And it, like, caught his landing. And he's still using that camera. And it's like... Running fire. We gotta get that dude on the podcast. Yes, no, absolutely. He's, <laughs> to he's have got, him tell some stories. He's got more stories than you could imagine. He's super humble and super nice and just like That's dope. Watch me watch me edit these photos. You wanna watch me <laughs> play with these photos? Like So he's so he's just like down to earth essentially. He's letting you a twenty five year old guy yeah. who's you young know, and new building, in the industry. Just building his career right yeah. now, just being like, Yeah, man, I'll show you what I do. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you how this goes. You're about to get a. That's what he said. You're about to get your fucking masters, right now. There that's what go. he said. And I was like, "Yeah, sir." But how long were you up there? Two weeks. We okay. were on Adak Island for two weeks. There's two flights that go out of Adak every two weeks. There's every like one years. on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> every two years. Yeah, yeah. one on Wednesday. Well, we were one stuck on Saturday. up there for two years. Yeah, <laughs> we spent a lot of time. But like from the sea life, you would see sea lions trying to pick the birds up that you shot before the guide could. Yeah. The sea. The sea lions. The sea lions. A sea lion would pop up in the middle of a, like a in the middle of our spread and just look back down and like hang out and you don't know where he went <laughs> but he'd be like you guys get anything yet? Nope. Okay. And he'd just shrink <laughs> back down like underneath the surface and then we would shoot and he'd pop up and be like where is that thing and the guide would be like splash the water splash the water and we'd kind of like kick at the water and the thing would just dunk its head back underneath and like not go get a bird and the guide would run out there in the zodiac and get the bird. But like, oh my I, gosh, would, dude! And eagles would line up. Like as soon as they heard a gunshot, the eagles would line up. Oh, dude, yeah. we're gonna do this. Oh my we are God. going to do it this. It is insane. Illusion yeah. Outfitters is who you need to go with on Adak Island mm-hmm. because like those guys have more gear on the island than anybody else has resources like in the area. They take people out from the government to go, like check on the <laughs> the you know like the marine life because they have a boat like nobody can get anything out there think of how hard it is to get anything out on this island unless you are putting it all in a crab boat and the crab boat is running its lines which we got to see like there was the deadliest catch boats coming into adak and dumping barren sea crab out and then they were like oh yeah here take some we cooked it, and it was like the you had raisin cane sized chunks of crab meat, dude. Oh my god! You know a raisin cane strip strip of chicken? Yeah, yes, yeah. That's how big we were <laughs> dunking in butter. Well, that's what stupid. Forrest would send us home because he was a crab fisherman on the Bering Straits. It's so too. good, you don't even like you don't need butter for that no. type of crab. No, you, you can don't. just eat it like it is. Yeah. but well, when it's fresh too. Exactly when it's fresh. Oh, how so was nice. uh? If I can ask, you know, and you can decline to 
respond if you want to, but how was it hanging out with Donnie? Oh no, Donnie's a Donnie's a uh just a salt of the earth guy. He seems so like connected with hunting and like so emotional about it. He does because he's when he's out hunting, he's there. He's present. Yeah. He doesn't go on his phone. He's not being on Instagram, like he's not posting stories of his hunt. He's there being present in his tent. Yeah. Writing in his journal, like staying internal and staying reflective so that he can like tell the story right and also appreciate the experience, which is good. Like I find myself doing that too and I found myself on really big hunts, really important hunts or like that hunt that you think is going to be the best one of the year. You don't actually really enjoy it because you're trying to think of everything right, else right. and you're like, I wasn't actually present for that. How so, many years or months did it take to plan it? Um, I think I, I, we've been working on it since we got home in November. We've been planning how, how we're going to, how they're going to launch the film and how Benelli's going to promote it through social since then. And we had a plan before we, we even went up there. Like we had shot lists and okay, everything okay. going on beforehand. I gotcha. couldn't tell you how long it was, you know, on the front end, but okay. Yeah. That's Donnie's so a, crazy. Donnie's that's a cool. great guy. Yeah. So there's guys, and there's like, guys in the there's guys in the airport being like you're Donnie Vincent and he's like, I what was your name, sir? And he just like immediately was like, tell me what you're gonna go hunt. Like he didn't nobody was, everyone wanted to know what he was doing, but he was like, tell me about you, man. What? Are, so you're from Alaska? That's cool. You just enjoy like hunting out here. You get to come out to Adak Islands, good meat hunt. Like totally down to earth guy. Was fair yeah. to everybody. Never had an ego. Never had any like that's cool. pride. That's or good to know, man. It's really and it was extremely refreshing because it was yeah. Like, there's going to be a bunch of alphas, you know, up on the island. But really, it was a bunch of alphas who were nice and alphas right. who, people who respected. Working. Yeah, people respecting people rather well, than, like, a title. It was just people respecting people. People great. working towards a common goal of let's get some cool-ass footage. Yeah. You know, let's leave egos aside and yeah. let's just Yeah, let's just enjoy do what this moment. Do. Yeah, and that's yeah. really cool. But, like, so I was on ADAC Island for two weeks. Donnie was in Alaska for six weeks. Or eight, or eight weeks. Wow. That's awesome. Before he even got out to ADAC. He yeah. was like six weeks in Alaska. Then he went two weeks on ADAC, and he was like, this was the first time in 42 days I've slept in a tent. I mean, slept in anything besides a tent. Yeah. Jeez. Was like, that's so wild. He's like, I'm not probably going to sleep very good tonight. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. that's that's how he connects, and I think that's what's cool is like, yeah, I'm not just going to like make this film. I'm going to go be in the woods and be a part of it. I yeah, think that's, that's what cool. you were referring to, too, Connor. He's like yeah. really of it. You yeah, know, he like, is of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he seems like present is really the best way to put it. But he really seems like present about it. Yeah, but it's so, a beautiful place. Yeah, and I just asked that just because like people obviously you know like you see these guys and you know you see them on film, you see them doing this, doing that, and you just never know like what it, they're yeah, like. You, you don't know, know you what don't kind know. of person they are. They're just saying what they like right. should say. You know, exactly. all that stuff and running it. You know, because they are able to get. You know, and hunting. everyone's got views, trolls yeah. too. Everyone's got trolls, so it's yeah. kind of like we. You can see how people would get trolled, or you could see people getting trolled, and you're like, well, I wonder if they're getting trolled for a reason. Right. But really, it's like jealousy causes yeah, trolls. Sure. Trust me, man. I'm yeah, gonna go we, do that. We totally get that, and like that was so. That was what was so like rewarding too about like last year when we hunt, went and hunted with Bobby guy. Like he is like he's like the most normal nice dude that you will ever meet. That's sweet. And like just the coolest dude. And it's just crazy to see like how many people hate on Donnie Vincent or hate on Bobby Guy or Fred Zink or who and they've never met these well, guys. Like personally, that's the, yeah. you looked right at me when you said yeah, Fred yeah, Zink. Yeah, he was like Joey, oh, no. Freddie Zink. You ever talked to Freddie? You had coffee with Freddie? He's a good guy. <laughs> no, not no, I didn't. I you were playing with something. So <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, no. Um, it's just it's just weird, you know, like. How can you how can you say that when this dude's such a 
like positive thing for the industry, but yet you've never met him, you know, like you just don't know. A lot of it's jealousy, man. Yeah, totally. Well, I look at Donnie Vincent and like, I don't know a whole lot about him because he's mostly a uh, big game. Isn't he Derek? Sorry. I'll let you drink your beer. Uh, <laughs> I would say yeah, he's done big game, but he grew up in Wisconsin and grew up hunting ducks. Like, sure. He's a duck hunter from the start. And he still lives in Wisconsin, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. So, like, yeah. I, personally, me, I really only give a crap about people in waterfowl just yeah, because yeah. I'm not a really a big game guy. Like, I want to shoot an elk at some point. I definitely want to shoot an antelope, but that's, like, kind of where it stops for me. Yeah. So, like, anything beyond that, I'm just kind of like, eh. Not a big orange sheep. Yeah, you don't want to nah. go. <laughs> I don't like the, the, the big mountain Alaska sheep hunting. That just looks like... Oh my gosh! No thanks. That looks Woof. like a, a hike and a half. Like, is what that looks. Do you like. want to hike over five mountains, see something from five miles away, and then we'll try and walk up to it, and the wind will change, and then it'll run over the next valley, and you'll never see it again. I'm good. Nuts. And I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, but, that's so crazy. Does Donnie like wear a specific camo, or does he just rock what the hell ever? Because I've seen that dude when doing doing whatever he wants. Yeah, I think he doesn't. <clears throat> I shouldn't have done that in the mic, rookie. <laughs> but uh, uh, he, uh, I don't think he lets anybody own him. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't let anybody say, like, you're going to wear mine or mine only. I think he's changed a lot of different things. I couldn't really speak on the camo yeah. that he wears, but I think he, more or less, I think he's a solid guy. I think he likes solids. I was just wondering, too, like, sure. you know, you go to Alaska, you know, like. You expect what, somebody wearing something legit or yeah, serious. Yeah, what, what are you wearing? You know, like, what did most people pack to do that? Because it's such a harsh environment, right? Yeah, it definitely the you got to have something with gore because it rains all the time. He wore um, fall off on Raven, fall Raven, fall Raven. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how the hell you say it. I don't even know. How, I don't. I don't even walk into that store. Fall Raven. Yeah, he was wearing fjall Raven. He was wearing fall Raven uh, jackets and, and yeah. pants. He yeah. said they worked great. So old school. Yeah, yeah, very, I love it. Yeah, just some brown pants. He's like, if it's well, an ADAC, he wore all pretty much navy. Like, if you watch the film, he's like in navy the whole time because the rocks are gray and navy. Right. When we were hunting yeah. ducks, you were literally wearing like I wore like my Sitka gray waterproof solid or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I was just gray and gray rocks. And were like, you standing out? No, you was just looked standing, like a rock. Was no, he you. standing out in navy? No, cool. and they're so unpressured. Like these birds come right. from. Russia, like the Kamchatka Peninsula, or like they're coming off like the Asian coast. They're Asian migrants. Like these so birds sick. don't see humans, <laughs> so you can sit on the rocks and be still, and they're just going to fly and just look at the decoys. Like, yeah, it's a very interesting like speed of hunting because they're like these are unpressured birds because they don't see humans. Well, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. It's like I got through the first twenty minutes of that film and it was all big game. So I kind of lost interest. But after talking to you earlier before the podcast, you know, they start, what all do they shoot for ducks? Harlequin and what else? Um, Scoter and Eider. You got an Eider and a Scoter. I wasn't on the Eider. Just Eider. Just a common Eider. Just common Eider. Which is still a seven pound duck. You know that, right? Well, Connor's the one who went out to Maine and shot common Eiders. How insanely big was it? The first, it was pretty heavy. (laughs) It was pretty heavy. Um, And and I'll get mine. I got mine mounted, um, and I'll get that nice. back pretty soon. Nice. And I had a scotter as well. Nice. And so I got both of those. Hell yeah. And they, they shot a bandit eider. Yeah. No way. It was yeah. a hen. In Maine. That, but it, but, but I, was, I would want a hen. I would sh- I, the hen eiders 
are so beautiful. Oh, that's yeah. the only hen duck that I've seen that I'm yeah. like, wow. That's a she's a beaut. I that's mean, so that's, much black I, and I would, brown. I would court that duck if I could. <laughs> I would court that duck if I could for life. Put it back in your pants. <laughs> did uh, <laughs> did Andy mount that band? That band yeah. Band? Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. That band. I would have hit him in yeah. the head. I mean, no, he's no, hard. He, he loves it. So like, I knew. That's yeah. the coolest thing in the world to shoot a like. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't think it was because he shot several birds lefty. Because they flew to a certain way, so he just flipped over his gun and shot him lefty. I don't think he shot the band lefty. What but a badass! I know, that right? Is badass. Like I shooting, didn't know that. shooting three eiders lefty, you know, and you know, a couple scotters, just because they were flying off that side of the rock. I was like, dude, wow. that's that's tight. That <laughs> is badass, dude. Yeah, that's so yeah. sick. Eiders so was, swim like eighty feet deep. Oh, Those I know. Common eiders yeah. they swim eighty feet deep, and they yeah. use their beaks to crush their food at eighty feet. Yeah, like mollusks and clams. Yeah, I went scuba diving. The guy's like, you can't go deeper than 60. And I was like, I don't want to go under the water. <laughs> My body yeah. says, no, no, no. You've never For breathed sure. underwater before. Why the hell do you think you can do it now? <laughs> it was terrible, but I'm not an eider. Was Donnie the only hunter on that trip? Um, I mean, we all bought licenses. Okay. So I could shoot one. I nice. shot... I shot uh, a Harlequin for myself, oh, which nice. was super cool, and I got yeah, him out. It's fat awesome. on its way to get mounted. So I there got to go. shoot. Yeah, I got to shoot one in a couple. Um, there was another guy who we that, yeah, he shot. A couple other guys shot a couple things too. But we bought our licenses. There's producers that were going up there like, yeah, I'll shoot one if I can. You know, I'll shoot a tarmac again if I can, or I'll shoot a you know a duck if I can. So yeah, there was other guys going up there in high school. That's, That's so wild, cool, dude. Is that the craziest trip you've been on so far, like doing what you're doing now? Thank you, Nova. Yeah, I would say that like ADAC location-wise was unlike anything I've ever seen because it looks like a ghost town. How long have you been in what you're doing? Like well, not probably filming. like five five years now. Okay. And I've got to go to like on the elk hunts, which are really cool. To me, some of the coolest country is in West Texas. Yeah. Like, really? I don't know why. I don't know why. They get some pretty big mallards down there, too. It's just, well, it's like this desert wasteland of random oasises of beautiful water. Have you ever been on an Audad hunt? I've seen, um, I have, I've seen Audad, but I haven't gone on a hunt for them. Okay. They have, like, those big public land hunts. I saw mm-hmm. them on a on a high fence exotic ranch yeah. which was the weirdest thing in the world but if I had 500 million dollars you bet your sweet ass I'll have wildebeest <laughs> <laughs> like I am not down to shoot and pay a lot of money for a farm animal that has horns and has a lineage from Africa right but if I had five, 500 million or even 100 million I would own a ranch and it would have those beautiful animals on it and i would look outside at them every day and i'd say hello mr giraffe would you like your carrot <laughs> because if they if they don't go to me they'll go to some other guy and he'll shoot them when they're 12 i'll just hang out with them <laughs> for That's sure awesome would you for like sure. a leaf <laughs> giraffes are, they like smack each other with their heads uh, oh, that was yeah. the wildest yeah. thing that i saw on like instagram or whatever yeah <laughs> nature it's like nature is metal dude the, you follow that page yes. on instagram yes oh <laughs> those oh my guys God. I don't know how their stuff stays up. No, but I love it. <laughs> I don't real. know how it stays up sometimes. Like when the rabbit gets picked up by the eagle and it cries like a baby, you're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't feel pain, but I feel that pain. It's like, <laughs> how is this on the internet? But whatever, yeah. I think that page is crazy. But giraffes, when they smack necks, like, they try and kill each other. Yeah. And sometimes they can kill themselves snapping their neck over their buddy's neck. Right. Gosh. Just imagine Dude. punching. 
well, that's, it could happen in humans. Like, imagine fist fighting your best friend over a girl, and then, like, one of your punches kills you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were a giraffe, Joey? Damn. Well, I don't know if you've seen my neck, but it is quite long. Yeah. If he caught you with that nose, dude, you'd be fucked. I know, dude. I've got a, a schnauzer. I've got a beak of a nose. <laughs> you could sniff out. You could sniff out any down bird. Actually, not true because I've got bad sinuses. So it's just there <laughs> to bring for it looks. Up, Derek. It's just, it's there, just for there for aesthetics. It's not so much a function thing. It's more of an aesthetic. Just catches thing. the snow and rain. <laughs> <laughs> just a mini shed, dude. It's yeah. a mouth shed. Yeah, Cal. Mouth shed. That's good. I've never heard that one. Here, here's the thing. The reason why Cal knows that is because he had a nickname. His gut had a nickname in college, and they called it the Dick Shed because when he had to take a shower, he had to lean back so his dick could get wet. Oh, my. <laughs> that's definitely not. If he not. could flip this table over and drop kick you, he would. That's, definitely not, that's definitely not the story. Okay, but, uh, but why don't you tell us the story of the Well, the story shed, was that Randy one day, my coworker, you know, it was uh, we were eating lunch, and he he dribbled ketchup down his belly, and uh, I said, "Hey man, you you just spilled all over yourself." He's like, "No problem, man. The shed caught it." <laughs> and I was like, "The shed caught it," and he's like, "Yeah, man, my dick shed, my tummy," and he's like, "Catches all types of liquids that might hit down to my my crotchal region." So that's why it's called the shed. He's like, "You've got one too." Oh man! And you know, so yeah, man. If you got a nice tummy, dude, you got a shed. You got a nice. I like it. Shed. I've never put it that way, and it's a great way to spin it. Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. Joey's got a nice m- mouth shed. Mouth shed on his nose. Yeah, dude. Well, You're, it's more of like a rain diverter, is what I'd yeah. say. It just pushes the water away. It's from like my a lips. shitty gutter. It's damn near aerodynamic. I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's why I was really good at soccer. I would just sprint through that field, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Jason Bourne." Who's that you short know? guy with the big nose running so fast, <laughs> dude? And back he then, I was himself. five foot two. Dude, Joey was yeah. four nine for sure for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were very concerned he was four about nine, his. And then we graduated high school, and then he turned to five two, and then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually just under six foot, motherfucker. So. <laughs> just I'll fight. Ri- you. Just. Ri- Stand up right now. Hold on. Not to fight me, but just to height. Okay, yeah, we're the same height. Well, how tall are you? 5'11". I claim the same thing as you. (laughs) What, just under six? Yeah, just under six. I went into the doctor when I was like 25, and they're like, ah, just under six foot. I was like, what? I've been 5'10 my entire life. This is incredible. She's like, yeah, Yeah. you're like 5'11". Joey was a late bloomer. Well, they say, you know, you don't hit puberty until you're 25. (laughs) Yeah, that's not true. She's like, wow, your balls haven't dropped yet? God (laughs) damn. You didn't eat the spicy things that your dad told you to. That's why there's no hair on your chest, right? No, dude, it's because he was cooped up eating organic chicken. This was free range. Dude, the best thing ever. We're not going into that story again on the podcast, Uh, dude. Joey would come to my house for like a week and grow three inches. (laughs) We were were eating like Walmart chicken. (laughs) Mom and dad would go on a cruise, and I'd be at their house for literally a weekend, and then the next week, I'd be an inch taller. It was just incredible. I don't know what they're feeding this kid, but (laughs) golly, the vitamins. GMOs. Yeah. the vitamins. Just a ton of GMOs. It's a bunch of genes. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. But, Derek, um, if you had, so, like, ADAC aside, if you had to, I want to hear a story of your craziest hunt, because you listened to last week's podcast, right? And I think so, that's a good segment for every guest. I like, think so, too. Yeah, it's yeah. just like craziest hunt, name it. Yeah, what do you think your craziest hunt is? 
Wait, attending or like participating, filming? Doesn't matter. Whatever he was mm. a part of. Okay. Seems like Derek does both, by the way. Seems no, like when he's filming a shooting sometimes. So. Yeah. No, before, Based on my track record. Be- Lucky. Before you can think about this for a second while I tell them the story of what we yeah. were doing earlier. Derek comes over to my house and I had Kaken over and we were. Sh- I was teaching her gun safety because she's going to do a uh, permit to carry class tomorrow. And she's like, I just need to know how to like shoot a gun and do all this stuff because she lives in uptown Minneapolis. She's like, I know you live on a sheep farm. Let me just do yeah. this. Man. Carl's got the decoys. <laughs> Girls Man. got the decoys. Yeah. And Joey's got the sheep I got and the, the sheep sharp girl. shooting lessons. <laughs> Dude, we're in Minnesota, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, bud. So we're anyway, bush lattes then, away. And then Derek gets here. Derek gets here, and I was like, dude, I forgot. I just got a new truck. I don't have any of the ammo in my truck. It's all in my office. Let's run to Cabela's. And then we did the pigeon runs quick. So and we, I had fun doing that. Like we were, sprint, we were sprinting to and from the truck, just like okay, they're gonna be here in fifteen minutes for the podcast. We gotta run. We gotta run. But you figure out your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, do it up. I think the craziest, um, the craziest hunt of my youth, like where I was a kid and I was hunting, I was the most scared shitless in my life, the most crazed I've ever felt in my life. We and my buddy Ryan Bear went to, uh, we skipped school. We got, my parents called in hooky for me, and I got to go duck hunting with my buddy. And he had a boat, and we were going to go to the opposite side of this lake by – had a bunch of uh, um, wild rice. Yeah. And he was like, there's going to be a bunch of wood ducks. We'll is smash this the wood up ducks. north, Minnesota? No, no this is um, Mankato. Oh, like, oh, okay. Lake yeah. Witta, public lake. If you hunt in Mankato, go hunt Lake Witta <laughs> before all the other idiots do. It's really <laughs> fun. Um, but we put in that morning, and we backed his boat up, and we're like – at the, you know, at the end of 16, almost 17, and we pull the truck in, we dump the boat, we park the truck, and then all of a sudden, it's pitch black in the morning. The woods light up to our right, like 300 yards away. And somehow, this van comes driving, the van comes driving out of the woods, 300, like deep, deep backed up into the woods, knocking trees over, knocking brush over, oh making a bunch of noise, and as he's rolling up, like he slows down, turns on, turns off his lights, turns them on again, and I was like, "Ryan, get in the boat, get in the boat." And he, <laughs> so we get in the boat, and as we're getting in the boat, we push off, and his door closes in the dark. So I was like, "Back it up, back oh, it God. up, back it up!" Like a van just er- a van just erected out of the woods, <laughs> and is now standing in front of us. So we back out. The van closes the door, and takes off. We get to the other side of the lake. Parked the boat. Everything's cool. And uh, Ryan and I are sitting there waiting for the sun to come up. And he, and all of a sudden from the other side of the lake, we just hear, like a scream. Oh. I'm not going to scream in the mic, but I like a scream, like a blood-curdling scream. And we both ran out in front of, of the cattails we parked the boat behind and ran into the water and we're like, hello, hello. And we're like yelling back, nothing. Oh, my God. We don't know what it was. To this day, we don't know what it was. I've never been more scared in my no freaking way, life. Duck hunting, like, what happened with the van? What was the scream? We justified it as, like, a raccoon probably getting, like, killed or something. Sure. It was probably just a raccoon baby. That's what we told ourselves. Like, there's a raccoon baby drowning or something. But I have no <laughs> idea what it was. But I've never Dude. been so scared at, like, a public land hunting. Like, the van came from inside of the woods. Did you call anyone? Did you call, like, the cops? No, it's like, we were going to go hunting. Ryan said, we have to hunt. <laughs> like, not, we can't call the cops. <laughs> oh, we, were, we came here to hunt. And he had a red boat. 
So we can only pretty much have a good time hunting until the sun came up and hit the side of the red boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Was it a Lund? No. Was it like an old Lund fishing boat or something? Yeah, it was for sure. It was the Red Raider, and we oh yeah, we would freaking haul <laughs> ass across the lake in that thing. But yeah, that was that was like the craziest thing as a kid, just being like, I don't know what that was i've never had anything like that happen to me again hunting where i've been like i have no idea what that was and it was at like a public landing too which i thought was weird just some like crazy guy camping out at a public landing so he's going towards the public landing from the woods from the woods he he was inside (laughs) of the forest and he drove to the like (laughs) ramp it was like knocking shit over and i was like ryan get in the boat and he was like who is this guy's like get in the boat he's gonna eat us like we're just young kids who's like this guy's gonna eat our face oh man that was probably the craziest one as like a kid that's wild dude as an adult it was probably the time i shit my pants i don't know it's like if you haven't shit your pants duck hunting then you have not duck hunted enough and you haven't been hung over enough and you haven't eaten casey's breakfast pizza followed by a red bull to get you going (laughs) everyone write that down (laughs) yeah Write that down. Write that that down. is a bad recipe. You for cannot yourself. follow those guidelines those and get away shit free. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy Hayden said, "Dude, I got a spot for us in the morning. It's only going to be like maybe a hundred yard walk, and then we're, we're going to put the boat in, and we're going to push the boat the rest of the mile, and then we're going to be at the mouth of a lake, and we're not going to have anybody around us." I was like, "Cool, sounds good, buddy." And then we both went down to the bars that night and got really intoxicated and had a like had a great time we slept in way late got up at sunset um sunrise so yeah sunrise yeah got up at sunset got, got up, at, sun- up at sunset <laughs> got up at the sunset got up at sunrise and drove to the landing and turned out that the water that we thought was a river was really just like three inches of water and oh, no. 18 inches of silt uh, <laughs> yes oh. so we did like the knee-high fourth of july oh. trot <laughs> through the silt and his dog fourth of july his freaking dog chief was a golden retriever. And this was the day where he was like, I'm never hunting again. This dog said, <laughs> you guys are f- <laughs> fucking clowns. I'm done. And so this dog jumps in the boat and it was too heavy for us to like push the boat. Cause the dog would push into the silt. So we we're like, all right, chief get out. And then, so chief hopped out and the dog hopped out. And I was like, Hayden, man, I got to, are we going to find good land soon? Like I need to post up. <laughs> I need to do my stripper pole, my stripper pole shit. And, which is a technique that I use, and it's okay. very effective. You yeah. just hold something in front of you, and you squat back. You don't need to squat on a on a substance. You just hold and squat back. So I was like, hey, man, I need to hold on to something really bad. Um, <laughs> and he was like, well, there's cattails all around here. I don't know what to do. And I was like, okay, we'll keep pushing. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I we keep pushing, and I was like, Hayden, man, now's the time. I need to stop. So I try and climb up onto the shore. I'm walking on a bog, trying to pull my waders down. Can't do anything. Take a shit, misses my waiters, not into my waiters. Take a shit and misses my waiters. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. I was like, hey, pretty successful mission. Not a bad trip. Let's pack it up and keep going. I take like maybe another five steps. Like, oh, just a fart. It was not a fart. <laughs> oh, my God. So then I was like, okay. It wasn't severe, but it was enough to know that I shit them. <laughs> it wasn't sure. a lot, but it was just enough to know that I shit them. So I... uh I was like, Hayden, dude, let's finish this up. This is an absolute crapshoot, literally. We walk to the end of the exit, park our asses down, park the boat, set up our decoys, shot zero ducks, saw zero ducks, made the same voyage back up that piece of shit silt bottom, (laughs) and I had to throw away my favorite long johns in a gas station 
Oh no! Um, and you I were like in long johns too. Yeah. Oh, oh that's even yeah. worse. Yeah, it was a long john. So you had a little seepage down the back of the leg. Well, it was just. What? I mean, it was a mess. You make a hot soup. <laughs> if you take a hot soup kitchen, you start pressure washing the walls. You start to get a mess. That's Beautiful. basically what my back <laughs> Beautiful were like. imagery. It was a soup kitchen, and then I started spraying the walls, so. spraying it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, those were my my that's crazy stories. Not that that's like, I, and you guys were like, man, I hope he says something really cool. But I was like, I'm gonna tell you about the time I shit myself as an adult. Because <laughs> that's, 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 that's real hunting. And I know that there's hopefully somebody listening that's like, I'm not alone. Just so <laughs> no, you know, dude, there will not for alone. sure be you're people n- that are like, oh man, it's just not me, huh? Dude, the amount of hunting trips I've gone on where at least one person, if not multiple people, shit themselves, and it's just like. They're just walking out, setting decoys, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, yeah." Well, here's they the run that, behind a hay bale. I call it the like, duck hunter's oh, delight. <laughs> duck hunter's delight. Baby. Every Casey's, every Casey's and Quick Trip in the Midwest is selling the duck hunter's delight. Oh, it's, <laughs> only, it's only four fifty. It's only four fifty. It's an it's an it's an energy drink and a slice of brekkie a brekkie pizza. And you're going to be set to jet. <laughs> set to jet. I've seen dude. it happen to people. I've seen <laughs> sayings. I love them. The I've best thing people. is, dude, I seen Connor at about 4.50 in the morning buy a Philly cheesesteak at a gas station. <laughs> and that, that was scary. I was concerned. Everyone I was concerned, be concerned for his safety and well-being. <laughs> We're about to go to a wedding, dude, and this guy buys a Philly cheesesteak at like 8 a.m. It was delicious. From holiday. Have you ever seen anybody buy like the boiled eggs? Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't do that, huh? Dude, I, I wish everyone could about see boiled Derek's peanuts. face. Boiled peanuts. Have you but, ever had boiled peanuts? No, is that a southern thing? It's a southern thing. They boil peanuts. <sighs> I did not understand it. They're like, oh, you got boiled peanuts. Like Mississippi <laughs> people, they love boiled peanuts. <laughs> and some boudin. Yeah, some boudin. boudin. Some boiled peanuts and some boudin. Dude. Boiled peanuts and <laughs> 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 boudin, bro. Here's the thing though, man. <laughs> like you're already setting yourself up for disaster. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it is, but as soon as duck season comes around, we all got to have 14 beers until 2 in the morning. We know we're getting up at 3 a.m. Yeah. It, it's something about... It's the camaraderie. <laughs> it's the camaraderie. Yeah, and, it's the camaraderie. And, and when you get to the gas station, it's like, all right, what are you getting? What are you getting? What are you getting? And then we all see how we punish ourselves. Like, <laughs> and then and, and everyone has punished themselves to the point of poo. So. <laughs> Dude, there's oh my, you're shitting yourself. Just kills me. There's one time I used to be the family retriever back in the day. Nice, because my my dad was like, nah, fuck that. Everyone else has got dogs. We don't need a dog. But my mom needed a schnauzer at all times. Obviously, we can't bring that bearded bastard out into the water. So then I was like nine, ten, you know, like whatever, like just getting into like shooting a twenty gauge and all that. My dad would send me out in the middle of the water, and he's like. Okay, get those three ducks. And then I get out there and I'd be like, oh shit, there's ducks. And he'd be like, don't move. And I'd be like hunched over in the water, you know? <laughs> yep. And so I'd be like running out in the water and it's right at the waiter line because I'm like three feet tall. And then he's like, don't move. And I'm like, as water's coming into my waders, <laughs> as water's coming into my waders. And I stand up one time and the ducks flare and he's like, what the fuck? My dad just like got so mad. And when that cold water went into my waders, I instantly had to poop one time. And. <laughs> And I and I was like, Dad, I Dad, I have to poop. <laughs> That's and how he's you like, sound. Like, there's a, there's, a, there's Nine, a tree ten. over there. Just go lean up against that tree. So I put my butt against the tree. Little did I know <laughs> that I had poop going down my waders. 
And I had one time, you know, like you throw the straps over your shoulder. And oh, I threw the straps boy. over my shoulder and I had so much shit hit me in the back of the head. And my dad goes, go. <laughs> my dad goes, take off your waders. Go sit over there by the levee. <laughs> and they continued so hunting, right? They continued hunting. That's dude. a hell of a dad. <laughs> dude, hard lessons, man. We had like these half cut septic tanks in the ground that he made into pits. They were bad. I thought that's ass. a great idea. Bad ass. And he's just like, I jump into the pit and I was like, Dad, I pooped on my waders and he's <laughs> and he's like, Oh my god, I can fucking smell it. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get out. And he like lifted me out. And he's like, Oh like <laughs> Your own father's I, just disgusted by your dude. Maybe I got some shit on him or something. He's like, Oh God. <laughs> Pushes me out of the pit by my butt, and he's just like, go over there and sit by the levee and scrape that poop off of you. I've got napkins <laughs> in the truck. Do not touch you with, do not touch the truck with your poop hands. <laughs> and I've never been the same. Oh, and I've never I been love the you, same. Dad. <laughs> I love I, you, I'm too, sorry, Dad. Daddy. <laughs> dad, I promise, if you take me honey, I won't spill the milk or poop again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I have not thought about that story in 15 years. Well, I'm glad I could bring it up. Yeah. Thank you. I'm the glad old, I could the old poop <laughs> conjure up the poo waiter. Oh, the old poop I, waiter. I'm sure we could have <coughs> we people could, call yeah. in and fill oh, a full yeah. podcast. I can't wait. Derek, Derek, I think we need to have you on another podcast, man, because I feel like you just have so many fucking stories that I want to hear. You know, yeah. like I feel like no. you and I could be best friends. <laughs> that was all of them, actually. I've, uh, the revolver has been shot. I only have six hunting stories. <laughs> I've already told all of them. Guys, I've been on Instagram for three years. That's all I have to tell. Have you not seen my story? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, I want to hear about half the how these Pocahontas slippers are going to hold up throughout this season, okay? All right. Yeah. Derek's wearing Pocahontas slippers. I have, he literally looks like Sacagawea. I do. I have... Um, I'm testing. I this is beta test one of my Pocahontas <laughs> stockasins because stockasins are super expensive. If you buy stocking moccasins for hunting big game, which like I, I like to be quiet. I like to sneak in the woods. I like to tiptoe, but I cannot afford to spend upwards of a hundred dollars on a piece of leather that is has no sole or support for my feet. So I was like, if I'm gonna buy leather to like or like hide to put on my feet, I'm gonna buy them cheap and so i found a pair of um women's <laughs> yeah <laughs> question me i dare you women's i'm questioning size 11 yep moccasins yeah and i tried them on in the store even though they probably don't want you to do that i tried them on in the store and i put my stinky feet in there and i and then they bought, had to sell them cheap and the lady was like i said who when was the last time a woman bought size 11 moccasins from you and she said never i said okay this is the last pair on the shelf can i pretty please buy these for 30 bucks she's like yeah go ahead so then i put some flex seal on the bottom of them and uh <laughs> i think they're gonna work pretty good i'm flex sealing more along the seams so that they last longer but the frill is just an accent i could cut that off but i really just kind of think it's it's fancy <laughs> It's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. I just took an Instagram for it for Damn everyone it. who wants to see it, and I'm going to save it to our stories to Midwest Flyways Uncensored Dude, so that everyone know. knows what there we're looking at right now because I'm slightly questioning your sexuality. I, well, if this is if this is all it takes for you to question my sexuality, Joey, then we're <laughs> fucked. We're <laughs> fucked. Like, Dude, I don't think you could question this one bit. You know who else wore these? Brad Pitt. Ooh, okay. Who else wore these? Okay. Probably Lewis and Clark. 
I think yeah. they were stopped. Lewis and or Clark. Yeah, and or Clark. And, or Clark. Yeah. and yep. were those guys? We can't confirm or deny. All I know. All I know about them is that they ate candle wax for I think it was like twenty eight days. They ate candle wax and leather for twenty eight days, and then they came upon an Indian tribe and they fed them a feast. So like uh, back in the day, like and before, that's how we got Thanksgiving. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so History I would imagine, 101, and they Enjoy they it. all they ate was wax and leather because they were starving. They couldn't. That's kill anything. hardcore. Yep. And then they met up with an Indian tribe. They're like, "Oh, you're the first white man I've ever seen," or whatever the story is. Yeah. You're cool. They, they liked him a lot, and they gave him a huge feast. And after they ate that huge feast, they got super sick yeah. for like eight days straight. Yeah. Because their body was now conditioned to candle wax and leather. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And when I look at that, yeah, you are Lewis and or Clark. I would be honored to be either of them, and I would. I've eaten soap before because somebody told me it was ice cream. My older sister was like, yeah, you could eat the soap. It oh. tastes like ice cream. Took a half a chunk out of that thing. I bit it like a Dunkin' Donut before I realized it was yes. not ice cream. Mm. So yes. I'm gullible as shit. Yeah. Well, I ate soap So a lot I could convince kid. you to eat those if you got hungry enough. If I was hungry enough, I would start munching on these little <laughs> frilly frills, and then they would go, and I would start to nibble on my feet. So Yeah. I ate a lot of soap as a kid, too, and it was not by choice. Uh, is because I had a potty mouth. Yeah, I found that out on this yep. podcast. Had, yeah, had, have, yeah. had, have a yeah. Body now. Well, that's why, you know, that's why he moved out, man. He couldn't keep eating soap. <laughs> Every time I buy that damn bar, I come in and Joey would fucking eat half. Yeah. <laughs> like Joey, come on. Hey, thanks for voting today, by the way. Oh yeah, thanks, Connor, for voting. Yeah, good old prime. You want to know why I voted? Tell me why. So you have to pick. It's primary. Um, today's the primary voting in Minnesota, and I, uh, you have to pick which like party you vote in. You want to guess what party I voted in today? Tell me. I voted in the Democratic Party today. Fancy that. Yep. Uh, it's first time ever. And um, I uh, I got a text message two days ago that said, um, Hey, Connor, my name is Teresa, and uh, Mr. Frazier is, is, is endorsed by the DFL party and, you know, giving me all these reasons to vote for Mr. Frazier. So I responded, and I said, um, Teresa, I was not going to go to the primary because I have quite a bit to do. And I, you know, there's only one ballot for Republican Party. But now I have decided I am going to go to vote against Mr. Frazier because I hate spam texts. The response that I got. Tell us. She said, she said here, I can, I'm, I'm, it's too far down my text message to read. But her response was, um, I'm glad that you are an informed voter and doing your part to take. Oh. To to um to take part in our democracy, doing your civil duty to take civil part duty, in our yeah. democracy. So she got me on two things because one, I was not an informed voter <laughs> nope. when it came to Mr. Fraser, and number two, I was not going to take part or do my part in the democracy. So she just like did a double f u right back at me, and I'm yeah, like, you're doing oh, everything. All right, I'm going in and voting, <laughs> like, dude. I may I might not have, but now I definitely am. I'm gonna dude. show you. I'm gonna vote so. Fucking hard. Yeah, I'm gonna vote so hard at that ballot, I swear to God. <laughs> You're so, gonna feel two of them. <laughs> so I went in, I voted. It was very well done. Um, as far as like the social distancing and all that stuff. And um I only filled in one bubble and that was the one that was against Mr. Frazier. Good. So You're doing your part. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And I got the sticker. They gave me the sticker for it. Yep. That's the most rewarding thing. Yeah, it is the sticker. Why do we do it's things? The sticker. the sticker. So you know, <laughs> but I don't think they're they're gonna text me again. No, they won't. I, and and to anyone who's listening, if you call, if you ever get a telemarketer who calls you, I always do this. Hello, 
<laughs> Hello, this is him. Right. And, then, and then and then they say, "Hello, caller. This is Dave Johnson with Supporting Police of South Dakota. Would you like to donate five hundred dollars to keep police in 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 our system?" I was like, "Well, yes, I will." <laughs> and I said, "How'd you get this number?" And then it said, "Would you like to support South Dakota Police?" <laughs> and I said. F you. I mean, I said a lot of things that I won't say on this podcast, even though it is uncensored. I said a lot of things, and I said, you lazy POS, sucking money out of old people, you vile, evil human being. I was going off, and all of a sudden the phone picked up. Fuck you, American. Oh, what? I said, what? That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, so it's some Indian dude it or whatever? some dude in the Middle East. Trying to get money from Americans, and I, I pissed them off. I pissed them <laughs> off. I it. called out. I called it out. I said, I'm sure you're sitting in the Middle East. Probably bad on me, but I was stereotyping. <laughs> and and, and, I, and he picked up the phone. He said, fuck you, American. Oh, my God. And I was like, God. Oh, I caught him. Yeah. I caught him. So I do that from now on. I, was just, <laughs> I will scream. I will get all of my aggression out onto the telemarketer on the phone because I know that somebody's listening. Oh, yeah. And I'll be like, you want my credit card? I'll give you my credit card. It's five, five. And I'll just start like <laughs> swear word. Five, 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 yeah. five, 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 five. Why do we what all have this? to do that every time that song comes on? I, I got know. it. I got it. It's a great song. It is. it is a great song. It is a great song. <laughs> tell me, tell me you aren't busting a fucking leg. Yeah, you are right now, dude. You're, you're like, at home. You're like eight, six, seven. You're singing along with us in the truck that song right is, now. As soon as this fucking podcast, I'm going to play that song. That's what oh, everyone's. Yeah. That's what I'm playing that on the way home. Award winning listeners. You all, you all are. Derek, I think we're going to have to cut it off right there, though, yeah, dude. Let's uh, do it. We've been going on for almost an hour and 20 minutes, and I think we just it's need way too to. Long. I th- yeah, I know. I'm well, sorry, guys. I don't want to look at you anymore, so yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're just going to have to have you on again at some point. This okay. was so much fun. And next time, you better have stalked some big game in those. Yeah. You guys are going to be like, how do the stockisms work? And I'm going to have a all, of a story. The frills will all be missing. Yeah, they're going to be like, missing. oh, I didn't eat for four days. And then I had to start eating the frills. <laughs> well, see, my left foot I gave to the mountain lion. <laughs> and the right foot I ate myself. Yeah. <laughs> they were gone. Yes. They were gone. Oh, man. But I appreciate you guys having me on here. Dude, yeah. I've had, fucking ramble. had so much fun meeting you today for the it's first time. Thank Hell you yeah. for driving an hour and a half to come here. Too easy. Derek, Too easy. It's Derek Helms on Instagram. Yeah, how, do they, else? how do they find you? They can find me on Derek Helms on Instagram, but if I piss you off, it's because I'm being honest. There you yeah. go. There, there you go. go. I don't you want like to put it. your Snapchat hey, out there. Or no, what? Michael no. Jordan. Michael Jordan <laughs> said it best, dude. He said, "Hey, I'm not a leader, and if you don't like what I say, maybe you should be following someone else." Boom roasted. I love Boom. that. Roasted. Thank you, Michael. Yes. All right, guys. I appreciate everything. That's Thank a wrap, you. guys. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Instagram, and we'll see you soon.